One, this podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. Yo, what's going on? I am Sue Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. We tune into another episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we give you our very own reviews and takes of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, my guy? Man, slow motion out here, man. But uh, but your boy good, though, man. Uh-uh. <clears throat> I mean, I can't complain when nobody give a shit. But uh, I'm not. <laughs> nah, but everything been all right, man. Everything been good, man. It's just, um, you know. Just trying to get this paper. We were just talking about this, man. Trying to get this paper out here, man. It's a lot. It's a lot of money out there. I'm just trying to put my name on it. But, but how you mm-hmm. feel though? Everything good with you, man? Um, we've been talking, so you know, you already know I'm feeling good. So it's great. Um, I'm super excited because, like I've been telling you guys forever, man. I've been working on something with Isolated Society. I finally found out what it's going to be. It's coming soon. It's in the works. I'm putting it together. It'll be here sooner than you know. Man, I'm I'm just so excited to do this, man. Um it's it's like man, I don't know, man. It's like anytime I'm doing something creative, bro, especially like when it comes to like pods or like any kind of videos or recordings or whatever, I get that anxious feeling, man, like how you get them how you get them worms in your stomach when you about to you know what I'm saying, go out on the field and, and, and get the plans for that, you know what I'm saying, that, that game day, I get that game day feeling, man. Like, it ain't a bad thing. It's like, you know you about to go crazy. You know you about to show up. That's how I feel right now, man. Um, I'm just super excited, man. I, I'm, I'm, anytime I get in that creative mode, bro, it just, it, it's something about it that I, I get hype on. I can't, I can't wait to get it done. I'm excited for you because, like I said, you you always have a very unique, you know what I'm saying, take on a lot of shit. And then, like, what we do on here, man, is always something that's based around a movie. And I think that, like, Absolutely. the shit that we talked about before we started recording, it's just a lot of, like, random shit. And it's just, like, one mm-hmm. of those things where, like, you kind of, like, you kind of, like, Jeopardy. You know what I mean? You just mm-hmm. know, like, just a bunch of just random shit. And, like, to be That's able crazy. to put all of that shit. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no we didn't rehearse that, y'all. We didn't, I swear. Um, yeah. But, no, nah, like, like honestly, it's just it's just a lot of just shit. And it's, like, it's not really something that you can, can not control, but nothing that you can really explain. So I'm excited to hear right. it. You know what I'm saying? We, um... You still got some of the stuff for the format that you talked about before, so yeah. I mean, it, and and the dope thing about it is, this is something that I've already done. Like, if anybody has ever, you know, what I'm saying, follow me or know me for Facebook, you know, what I'm saying, you know that this is something that I used to do a while back on Facebook. Um, and because I didn't have the proper equipment and the right equipment for it, I couldn't do it the way I intentionally wanted to do it. Um, but this time. I got, you know what I'm saying, the right stuff for it. It's going to, you know what I'm saying, go crazy. And, and I just can't wait, bro. I cannot wait. I'm not mad at it at all, man. Excited to hear the news, man. Absolutely, man. So, um, whew, episode seven, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, this was a this was a this was another one. I I don't want to say it was a top five episode, but it is definitely up there in the ranks of the top episodes of Snowfall. Um, we are basically um at the point of uh, Jerome has passed. He died. He ended up being shot by Kane. Um, and you know what I'm saying? We had Jerome's funeral. And uh, Louie is, of course, going through all her emotions. So is Sissy, and so is Franklin, so is Leon, and Wanda. Everybody involved is pretty much going through it. Um, we see that Louie is basically plotting her vendetta. We see that Franklin has or is doing his best to pretty much, you know what I'm saying, um, control his emotions. And he's doing, he's, you know what I'm saying, continuing his vendetta against um, Teddy. Um, we also see that Sissy, uh, she is, man, this one is, this one is different, bro. With, with Sissy, mm-hmm. this one is different. I think she did her thing on this one. And I, I definitely want to talk about it uh, as we get into it about Sissy in this episode specifically because there were some things that happened earlier in the season um, to where she was on some quote unquote like revolutionary type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, I feel like it definitely connects to this episode specifically. And then um, Leon and Wanda, you know what I'm saying? They had a conversation. And that conversation pretty much talks about what the um what their future is gonna kinda look like, especially with everything that just happened. And then, you know what I'm saying, we had a little bit of Teddy he going back, talking to everybody, trying to get it together. Um, you know, he had a little issue with, you know, saying his baby mom and, you know, his new girl is I don't know. Once again, like I said, she's a wild card, man. I, I don't I don't trust her at all. Um, and then, of course, Gustavo, uh, he got a, a, a nice little visit from the KGB, uh, an unexpected visit, let, let me say, from the KGB. Um, and that's pretty much what sums up that whole episode. So uh, where do you want to start, man? Man, if you don't mind, I, I want to start with the Teddy and the ex and the girl. Let's do it. Right, because I remember at the beginning – when we did, if I'm not mistaken, episode one and two, which we did together. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo, like one of the things that I think that we're going to end up seeing in this episode, I was like, I think Teddy's ex-wife is going to end up playing a part. Yeah. I remember okay. saying that. Yeah. And so we, we seen her in the last episode where a phone call came through. And now this time, you know, there's a knock at the door and it's her. And with her, she, you know, she recognizes the girl. She was like, oh, I didn't know y'all was still communicating and all that type of shit. And she come in pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So whoever she's with, you know, she's moving on. She got another baby on the way. You know, and she's telling Teddy, like, yo, like, okay, so you got our son in danger for some shit that you had done. You know what I'm saying? Right. Over this money. She was like, yo, Easy solution. Give the fucking money back. Mm-hmm. And like Teddy's already now promised new girl, you know what I'm saying? Yo, we got seventy million dollars. And the ex-wife is like, like the only way to fix this shit. She was like, 
he will leave you alone if you give the money. And mm -hmm. if you don't give the money, I'm going to expose you. And for her mm -hmm. boxing him into a corner, like, okay, so I'm, I do a lot of rambling. I need to know what you're thinking. When, when she gave him an ultimatum, what is going through your mind when she gave him that ultimatum? Um, I got excited because, you know, to me, we've seen Teddy in Dilemma in this whole series, right? We've seen him in situations where we know that, you know, he had to go through some things and then he ended up eventually getting out of it. This one is different. Um, it's kind of reminiscent of when um, – the what's her, what's the one lady name? Irene Irene Abe or Ayabe or whatever. That lady yes. When her yep. and Alton, you know, what I'm saying had teamed up and they had pretty much gave Teddy um they pretty much gave Teddy information away over the you know what I'm saying over the radio and stuff. And so like with that, I was just kind of like, all right, that you know, it kind of makes sense of you know what I'm saying what they're trying to do. But this one is different only because. We don't really know the real information that she has on her, on, on Teddy for real, for real. Because they not only were married, but not only do they have a child, she was also an agent. And with her being an agent, ain't no telling what she really know about the situation. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it it's that's something that's super, super dangerous because she can give away a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? Because we don't know what, you know what I'm saying, what all she has. And so I think when she said that to him, um, and with their relationship being as strained as it is, you know what I'm saying, like him not being there for them and not being able to, you know what I'm saying, raise the son and everything because he chose to dive into, you know, uh, this operation, that could be super detrimental for him. He already doesn't have the same ties that he did with the CIA. Now he's technically like, off the books. That's not a good thing when somebody can expose you or, you know what I'm saying, people can easily expose you when you're off the books because technically you, you have no sanctuary. You have no foundation. And without that, I mean, they could just take you out and it could be a news headline that, you know, CIA operatives turn rogue. Like, I mean, you know, they could make up anything at this point. And, you know what I'm saying, throughout history, we know what the government is capable so I feel like her threatening to expose him is one of those things where shit, he gonna he I feel like he gotta get that money back or he's just gonna have to deal with Franklin. And to me that puts the pressure on, especially for you know what I'm saying, what's to come in this in this season. Like that really puts the pressure on and that that changes some shit. It does, and you know something that you didn't bring up is the fact of Teddy got one guy that he speaks to. We don't know. She can still be good with everybody on the inside. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? So she probably can pull out some information that Teddy not necessarily knowing that she knows because she could still have friends on the inside. He don't have but one friend on the inside. So And we've seen what happened when he went to go talk to the director. Yes. The director like, y'all don't want to know about none of this shit. He's like, y'all clean yeah. this shit up. Mm -hmm. So, so they don't, they're not really getting really any help from the inside either. Um, exactly. So, and, that's and then, 
Yes, and then he's trying to play the whole thing of like, yo, if I don't know, then I don't know. Because he was just like, just for the simple fact of like, if somebody comes to that guy that my man was speaking to, he could be like, yo, I don't know nothing about no money. I don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know nothing about anything. So that that was an interesting little scene that they put in there. It was only like, you know what I'm saying, like a minute, minute and a half. But that was but a strong it, minute, bro. That was yes. a strong minute. Yeah, it speaks volumes. And yeah. um, so with her giving Teddy the ultimatum and then like the girl, and see, and, and I know what you so let me let me ask you this. Is this the part where you were just like, you know what I'm saying, where you felt even more on edge with this girl? So he's like, she's asking him like what he's gonna do, and he was like, Yo, like I feel like it's our money. And she was mm-hmm. like, our money. And she was like, it's your money. She was like, unless you intend on giving me half. And then he's right. like, so what? That's what you want. And so, you know what I'm saying? She she used the coochie, you know what I'm saying? You know, get him, you know what I'm saying? Get, get him off guard, you know what I'm saying? And, and, they, um, and they usually do. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, uh, but like, I think the shit that she said, what's interesting about what she said was the fact of, She's like, yo, I could get bored quick. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, okay, because she was saying like the things, the qualities in in Teddy that she likes. And with that being said, like, do you think with her saying that, do you think she was meaning for Teddy to keep the money? Is that what you think she was saying? No. In that scene? No, I I honestly feel like because all right, we've seen what happened when they connected, right? We've seen we already know he saved Teddy life and all that weirdo shit. And for a minute, remember, like when they first met, we thought Teddy was getting drugged. Because of the way that they shot the, you know what I'm saying? They they shot the episode. It, it was like he was getting drugged at first. And so like to me, between her and V, like I feel like those two cannot be it's something about them two you really can't trust. And with her, I feel like you're talking about a wild card. Like, she is a wild card because there's you can't really pinpoint her. We don't have enough to really pinpoint her. We don't know enough about her. And the way that she was talking to him, like, when she said, like, yo, I can get bored. Okay, if you get bored, like, what, are you, what is she capable of? Like, we've seen, we seen what happened when she got locked up or whatever. You know, she looked like the damsel in distress or whatever. But to me, I think that that was a, a foreshadowing of what's to come. Like, he might turn around and put everything on his head, and we are none the wiser. So I, I don't know. I don't technically know about Teddy's girlfriend, man. I, I feel like there's something a little bit off about her that you kind of got to be like, yo, if she decides to, um, if she decides to bust a move, bro, we all in trouble at this point. Very interesting. Um, so for Gustavo, man, Gustavo and his girl, mm-hmm. they in the bed. And I'm guessing when when they heard the noise, they assumed that it was you know one of the kids. And yeah. so she's like, "Yo, like it's your turn." So he gets up, the dude from the KGB in there, and he's basically, "Look, I know about the shipment that's coming in two days. You know, I need you to be there." And I need you to get it back to the warehouse so we can bust the warehouse. And 
you know, old girl come in and she he tell her that he's a friend and she's like, oh, a friend with a gun at my kitchen table. And so, like, he just, you know, basically goes back to Gustavo. Well, Gustavo's like, look, I need money and, you know, I need the whole work. He's like, yo, I don't have as much money as your American friends. I can get you somewhere to start a new start. So he leaves after telling him, yo, you got two days. And look, man, I, I told you, the person that I feel the worst for is Gustavo. Because Absolutely. now, old girls say, yo, I think that we need to go somewhere where you don't know where we are. And so basically, she's breaking up with Gustavo. And it's like... Which is smart, because like, he, he agrees. Which is smart. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think that you have to really care about someone and you have to love someone Enough to even if you love them, sometimes you have to let people go. And I think yeah. that he's agreeing because he's like, yo, with the way that my life is going right now, like I don't want you and the kids to have to deal with my shit that I got mm -hmm. caught up in. And mm -hmm. I feel bad for him because like even though he's dealt with loss before, it's it seems like it seems like he was able to, you know what I'm saying, to rebuild back up. And it's like now, with everything that's crashing around him, the one thing that he had to rely on was her and the kids. And now it sounds like he's losing that. Your thoughts on, like, you know what I'm saying, how everything with Gustavo is just fucking crashing down, man. Because with... the money that was taken away from him, which he got into it, not got into it, but they show a scene where Franklin is pulling up, which I thought that it was going to be the way they set it up. You know, you're thinking it was going to be, uh, thought it was going to be Louie meeting, um, meeting Teddy. Yeah. And, Franklin shows up and Gustavo's like, yo, like, you got the, you know, basically you got the stuff. He was like, I got the money, but I ain't got the documents. And he's mm -hmm. like, you know, he shows his frustration, like, yo, like, what's going on? So he tells Franklin, yo, I got caught up with the DEA. I got caught up with um KGB. And he's just like, yo, they got Louie on camera. And he's like, they wanted you and they want Teddy. But he's like, now they just really just want Teddy. And I get Franklin being on edge, looking around, trying to see, like, you know, did he set him up? It was, you know, with some people coming or whatever, whatnot. But that's just, like, the second part of the shit that Gustavo was dealing with. But mm -hmm. when it comes to the first part of what he's dealing with, like, do you feel like Gustavo is it's like he's the sacrificial lamb, man. Or do you feel like that? Because it's just like I feel like he's being picked on. Like it's like he's the one that's mm. is really getting in the middle. He's in the, Gustavo's in the middle of every fucking thing. Well, I feel like I feel like that's kind of a setup, right? And the reason I say that it's kind of a setup is because like at this point he weighs too close to Kurt. 
And I feel like what we're seeing right now is Teddy at his weakest. I don't feel like we've seen Teddy that we've seen in, in past seasons. Um, he's he's had a he's had a connection with Gustavo. He's you know what I'm saying Gustavo has been by his side for this long. So I feel like at this point, like he has like nothing but trust for Gustavo. Is that a good thing? Maybe not, but for the most part, he has, you know what I'm saying, a, a huge connection with Gustavo. And so, the situation that Gustavo is in, um, truthfully, I feel like he'd be able to handle his own. Um, I feel like Gustavo, is, is, in this season, we've seen him be more vulnerable than we've seen him in past seasons. Um, a little bit at season five, we kind of seen that with him and the kids and then him and Franklin dealing with what they had to deal with. Um, but for the most part, like, yo, I, I feel like if anybody is going to come out okay, I feel like it's going to be Gustavo. Um, he's a survivor. We already know what he's capable of, what he's done, shit like that. Like, ain't nothing sweet about this dude. I feel like that, that interaction that him and Franklin had, it was, you know what I'm saying, it was one of those things where, like, when Franklin looked around, I don't feel like Franklin looked around because of, you know what I'm saying, what what might have happened as far as, like, being a setup or something. I fet like, yo, he was looking around because he like, yo, I'm trying to work with this dude, but for real, for real, I can't trust him because he also know what this motherfucker is capable of. He know better yeah. than anybody what this motherfucker is capable of because of what they went through. So, yeah, they went through their little thing, but don't forget, like, he's still working with Teddy. He's still in tight with Teddy. No matter what proof he tell everybody and all that other shit, like, he's the one that, like, how you said, like, he getting bullied by everybody. I don't feel like he getting bullied by everybody. I feel like he's the one that can bring this whole shit down if he really wanted to. And I feel like he's he's going to be a big part of all of this shit coming to an end. Um, I think that what's going to end up happening is he's he's going to be a big part of the reason that Teddy gets ended. And I feel like Teddy is going to take the L for this. This whole this whole thing is leading up to the L for Teddy. Um, and I explained a little bit of that after you know saying like I go into the situation with Sissy. But I feel like this whole thing is going to be an L for Teddy only because at the end of the day, when you really look at the big picture, like everybody is against Teddy. Gustavo, Louis, Franklin and his mom, Franklin. you know, Leon and mm-hmm. all them, Franklin. Um, he got, now he got, you know what I'm saying, his ex-wife against him because yep. of the situation. And we don't even know where his girlfriend stands. His girlfriend is is a fucking flip of the quarter at this point. So we don't even know where she's saying. He may be using him for the money. He may be using him for... We, we really just don't know. And so, like, I feel like, hopefully, the one that's really getting bullied in all of this is Teddy. Because now, add all of that on, he don't got no CIA connections. And we've seen now that, like, yo, the CIA really ain't fucking with him. Because yep. his connect was like, yo, you know, we got to help this dude. Dude, like like you said, man, I don't want to hear about none of that shit. So if anybody is ass 
out is definitely Teddy. And I think that with the situation Gustavo is going through, he's going to eventually get his money. And he's going to get the fuck up out of there. And there's going to be nothing nobody can do about it. And I feel like that's going to be the biggest thing. Like, if he gets that money, bro, you don't – ain't no more Gustavo. We might not see him ever again. Um, and if he don't get that money, then I feel like he's going he gonna to go through whatever length and, and, and problems he got to go through to get that shit. And I, I feel like that's what Teddy don't want is Gustavo on his ass. This is very true because he is a person that can single-handedly take down this whole organization with the fact of him working with everybody. Like Gustavo is the, is the friend that's cool with everybody and you yeah. know how it might be like a beef between like like if there's three people and it's like there's one person that's cool with both of them and it's like they talk like when the other one ain't around, they talk a shit about the other person. That's who Gustavo Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And it's like he is caught in the middle of this business in the middle of this war where he's basically playing. He's playing both sides, but like we still mm-hmm. don't know. Like he's playing both sides with Teddy and Franklin, but we don't know what side. He's telling the DEA he on their side and he's telling the KGB that he on their side. So yep. he's really doing whatever by any means necessary he's taken to basically keep himself alive so he can fucking dip out on everybody but at the same time this is where I think it's different what I think is different is the fact like um, Franklin brought this up to him the KGB and the DEA they don't want Teddy necessarily dead yeah. Franklin wants Teddy dead. And also, Gustavo wants him dead. Because he's like, if I leave, mm-hmm. but if if Teddy gets set up either way that it is, no matter if it's DEA, KGB, or Franklin, if he lives, he knows Gustavo is a part of it. So Gustavo's like, right. I need Teddy dead too. And I think that's mm-hmm. what makes this whole situation different is the fact that the only way that Gustavo could disappear is that uh, Teddy has to be dead. I think that is what makes that situation different with everybody else. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, and the crazy part is the one thing that I think that not only us, but everybody is leaving out is still, what if the CIA decided to take that motherfucker out because of what he knows? Yeah, because the way that meeting went, that guy was just like, yo, like, this shit is getting out of control. Yeah. And I mean, like, like, what if if he's the one that has to, unfortunately, you know what I'm saying, do the dirty work and be like, yo, you know, the CIA is is done with this shit. You've had, you know what I'm saying, you've been here long enough, but, yo, you fucked up too many times. This is one too many times. And we cannot have that type of you know, we can't have that X. We can't have that X factor. The the you know, what I'm saying the people can't know about the fact that you know, what I'm saying the, the CIA and the government is doing what they're doing. And what if they say, hey yo, you know, you we got to get you up out of here. Put that red X on them. Whew, you don't want to be up. You don't want to be on that board with a red X, man. 
You know what I'm saying? So another very, very interesting storyline is Wanda and Leon. Yeah. Because Wanda comes in and she got, you know what I'm saying, she's been shopping and she got her hair done. And Leon's like, you know, I like your hair. She's like, thank you. He was like, what you got? She was like, stuff from my new place. He was like, you leaving me? She was like, well, I'm not leaving you. I'm just leaving the PJs. So he's like, yo, you think we can talk about this? And she was like, did you talk to me about those guns? Mm-hmm. She was like, you sitting here starting a war and we are, we're not, you know, not physically, but you know what I'm saying? Jerome is about to get buried. And she was like, yo, like, I'm worried about you. And she's like, yo, we could be back in Ghana right now, living our life, starting a family, having some kids and shit like that. But she's like, you just had to come back here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, I, I, I will leave the PJs to somebody else. She's like, I want to believe you. So that whole thing, I think that that scene and also the scene at the funeral where she's like, yo, like, look at Louis. She was like, Jerome was just here because he was like, yo, I ain't going nowhere. She's like, yeah, but Jerome was just with Louis like the other day. Mm-hmm. And now he's gone. And she was like, yo, I'm scared. So I think that the things that is going through Leah's mind, like, what, what do you think is some of those things that he is contemplating with his wife telling him these things and also being at the funeral. And I mean, actually seeing Jerome get shot. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't see him get shot. He came in right after, but but like what do you think Leon's decision is gonna end up being? Because I also think that it was interesting seeing him and Franklin talk when Franklin asked him for that money. And he was like, yo, he was like, Jerome, my family, and I love him, but he never should have split from us. But it was, it, because Leon, Leon's face, you know what I'm saying? I thought it spe- uh, spoke volumes. But what do you think about this whole dynamic between Leon and Wanda and the decisions that he need, that he needs are probably going to make? So I, I 100% agree with what you said. Like, yo, that, that was, uh, it did speak volumes. It, it definitely did because to me, this ain't the first time he heard Franklin talk like that, I think what it was was the fact that he looked at it as like, nigga, your uncle just died. You know what I'm saying? In a situation where we really shouldn't have been in in the first place. And I think the, the, the biggest thing is that Leon is, and I feel like at the end of the day, him and Wanda are going to be okay. I think they're going to get out of this scot-free. But I feel like Leon is going to have to make a, a major decision. And I feel like he's going to make the right decision. And I feel like that what that decision is going to be is to leave and be with his wife. However, what I do think, though, I do think that he's going to stick by Franklin's side only because from what we know about Leon, Leon has always been what? Through thick and thin, through it all, even when the niggas was beefing, he still was loyal to Leon, he, you know what I'm saying, in the midst of the beat, he still was loyal to, I'm sorry, Leon, he still was loyal to Franklin, and so, um, the, the, to me, the thing is, 
is is when he is when he's gonna make that decision. It's not necessarily is he gonna make that decision. I feel like he's definitely gonna make it. I feel like it's it's more so when he's gonna make that decision. Because you know, if you look at everything that's going down, shit is hitting the fan. They gotta worry about Teddy. They gotta worry about Louie now. And that to me, that's the most interesting person in this whole um in this whole episode is Louie. And what her actions are end up are gonna end up being. And because, you know, of of everything that's going on, like I feel like him coming back I know I said it earlier in the episodes we did before, like it it, it wasn't supposed to happen and he should have stayed in Ghana. But I feel like him coming back may be the thing that saves Franklin from this whole situation. Because when he left and they was gone, we've seen the we've seen the shit that Franklin had to go through and we've seen the shit that Franklin was doing. And we've seen the struggles that Franklin was going through. And now that he got somebody who knows him and knows the moves that he'll make and all that type of shit, I think that's that's going to actually help him move a little bit better than what we've been seeing him move, you know what I'm saying, move around as late. Um, so do I think that Leon is going to survive and him and Wanda are going to go out happy ever after? Absolutely. But do I think that, you know what I'm saying, he's going to go out scot-free? Like, I mean, we may end up seeing Leon get shot, bro. You know what I mean? We He might end up, you know what I'm saying, catching a bullet. But I don't think it's going to be, you know, fatal. But I think I think we'll end up seeing him catching a bullet and him realizing that, you know what, I made the, deci- I made the right decision the first time. And I think he's going to get his second chance at being able to get out of the game and not have to worry about anything. I, I mean, I don't think they're going back to Ghana. But I think, you know what I'm saying, he gonna help Franklin with that money. He gonna help Franklin do what he got to do, and then after that, yo, he gonna go off with his wife and, and, and be fruitful. And I feel like this whole time we've been seeing Leon's character, like he's always made the best decisions for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? He's always been loyal to everybody else. I think this time he he has to be selfish, and I feel like it's gonna be a struggle, but I feel like ultimately he's gonna do it. I feel that. I feel that. And then, like, also what ties into that is Wanda is getting bags together and stuff, and Sissy's there. Mm-hmm. And what we saw earlier, I think that that scene that we saw earlier um, when when Franklin had came back to the um, to apartment earlier in the in the um, I'm about to say the podcast, but earlier in the um, in the episode. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? Like he's like, Leon is gonna be late. He was like, he took Louis home. And I was like, okay, so Leon is with Louis. Mm-hmm. Like, there has to be a reason why Leon is with Louis. And she's like, where's Jerome? Yeah. And then that's when you know when he breaks the news down to her. She, uh, she, he takes her to go see the body, and he tries to be comfortable. How yeah, yeah. He, he tried to try to put his hand on her shoulder. And she's like, "Nah, get off me." Yeah. And so that scene also comboed with when when um when Wanda came out with the bags, 
And Sissy's like, yo, like, I'm pretty sure we got an apartment, you know what I'm saying, that you can stay in. And she's like, yo, you've already done so much. She's like, it's no big deal. And uh, and then she tells her, can you take my position at the shelter? She was like, uh-huh. I'm not going to be there for a while. And she was like, as a matter of fact, I don't think I'm ever going to show up there again. So with that being said, and then also the Black Panther presence at the funeral. Mm-hmm. I think that was all sissy. Absolutely. But with the the whole conversation with Wanda and also being informed that her brother was dead, thoughts on that whole situation. So this was this is what I was referring to earlier when I said that um earlier in the season we seen her in this like revolutionary situation, right? So the the scene where she was at Franklin's apartment and she was talking about uh getting him to meet with the dude from KGB. She was like, Yo, like you know what I'm saying, they took your dad from us, you know what I'm saying, they put drugs in our neighborhood, they technically tore down our neighborhood, like, yo, are you with me, Saint, or are you with them? That scene right there, that let me know that Sissy was going to be on some shit this season. And even when, you know, Franklin went up to her in the shelter and was like, yo, I need you to lay low for a little bit because, you know what I'm saying, shit getting hot. She was like, man, I'm not going nowhere. Like, yeah, like, yo, I, if I got to deal with this shit, I'm going to deal with this shit. But at the end of the day, I'm going to handle business. I feel like what we are about to see from Sissy is going to be something totally different. We haven't seen her talk to the KGB dude in a while. True. Because we've seen that, you know what I'm saying, he was supposed to cut ties with Franklin and Sissy. But what I think is she's going to do whatever. Like, at this point, she's, she's lost a lot. She's lost. Alton, she lost Jerome, and in a symbolic way, she lost her son. And so, at, you know, she, she is going to wage war, not just against Teddy, but the whole CIA, especially with her having the Panther background, the Panther presence at the funeral, like you mentioned. They about to wage some war, bro. It's about to be some shit getting told that ain't supposed to be told or some exposed or something like that. And I think she's going to be 100% behind that. Not only that, I think that she's going to be a big part in them taking Teddy down. And I feel like as everything is going on, once again, like I said, Teddy has been back into a corner. I don't think he's going to be able to fight his way out of this. Um, And, you know what I'm saying, I said in earlier episodes that he created a monster in Franklin. But what he's truly done and and – and, and what his his real Frankenstein moment was was creating this situation in California or Southern California. I think they're in L.A. But creating this situation in L.A. of this whole crack epidemic because this shit has gotten totally out of hand at this point. You got people being millionaires on the streets that weren't supposed to be millionaires. You got people being addicted that weren't supposed to be addicted. Then not only that, you know, you got, you know what I'm saying, all of these people who have technically been put in a, a weird pseudo-power situation to where 
niggas is owning blocks now. Niggas is running shit where they never expected this shit to happen the way it is. Right? And not only that, we, like, all the way to this point, we kind of seen some game situations, but we really ain't seen no game activity. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know it to be in that in late 80s, early 90s. Like, we ain't seen none of that for real, for real. So, ain't no telling what's really going to come in these last few episodes. And, you know, the, the I feel like the, the conversation that she had with Louie, um, and when Louis was saying, like, yo, I lost everything. I don't have nothing to see. Like, whoa, what? wait a minute. Like, yo, I lost my husband and I lost my brother. And like I said, she lost Man, her I'm glad you too. brought that up. You know what I'm saying? Even Like I said, even though she didn't mention it, but yeah, she lost her son too. Like, her son has become the biggest fucking cocaine dealer in America at this point. She didn't imagine that for her. You know what I'm saying? Don't no parent imagine that for their child. And so... When she said that shit, like, even if you watch them in that scenario, like, yo, Louie is balling. She's she breaking down. Yo, Sissy crying, but, like, she, she's solid as a rock. She like, hey, some shit about to happen. And I'm about to make sure this shit happens because this shit got to end. I'm not about to lose somebody else. And I feel like she's been the strong one. And I said again, she's been the strongest person out of this whole situation. She always has been. She's always been solid through this whole situation. Even when he came and killed, when Teddy came and killed Austin, you know what I'm saying? Like she said, she said, "Yo, I, you know, I, I sat there and and thought about him coming to get me and everything else." And she was like, "Yo, I'm not, I'm not sitting down no more and waiting for a motherfucker to come kill me." Like, "Yo, I'm at these motherfuckers next now." And like I said, that that revolutionary presence to me has been shown through her throughout this whole season. And I think that we are about to get started to see her really do some fucking damage. Where I don't know what it is per se, but she is really about to do some damage. And she's really about to get busy. And I don't know if they're ready for it. Also, I'm glad you brought that point up of the fact of mm-hmm. that sit-down conversation that her and Louie had, which I thought was kind of odd. And I think that Louie is just speaking and not really knowing what's coming out of her mouth. Now, she did have mm-hmm. a comeback for it. Um, when she was just like, yo, I lost my husband. I lost my whole life. It's just, let's just, just like, yo, I lost my husband too. Like, yeah. Like, what, like, what are you talking about? She didn't say it like this, but like, and that husband that you lost is my brother. So absolutely, I'm dealing with the same lot. As a matter of fact, my loss might be a little, like, I'm pretty sure this, it, it was a situation where, yeah, she pretty much probably raised Jerome. You know what I'm saying? That's her yeah. little brother. You know what I'm saying? And if it's anything like a lot of the times when you have an older sister, like a lot of the times they be the ones who really influence your life a lot. You know what I'm and saying? And be the most so, protective. Yeah, she could have had. When she went to the casket, she was like, yo, I'm sorry. She said, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's, that was deep in itself. The fact that she was at the casket, you know what I'm saying? And she wasn't crying. She was like, yo, I'm, I'm sorry. Because she she knows that you know, and, and she told Louis too, like, yo, you know, Franklin is a big part of this, but shit, we all we all had a hand in this shit. Yeah. She said all ain't I had was Yeah, and, and ain't nobody coming out clean. And so, yeah, you got you make a great point. Like, yeah, she she may have took and I feel like she's taking the biggest loss out of everybody for real. She really has. And like you said, and in a in a way, even though he's still alive. She's lost Franklin. 
and which we'll get to what the last thing that was said to Franklin. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll, we'll say that for the end. But like, but yeah, like I, I thought that Louis, then Louis had a good comeback with saying, "Yeah, you did." But she's like, "I don't have nothing to lose. Like, I don't. There's nothing left that I care about." Absolutely. So, with that being said, she's saying that yo, I could be a loose cannon because like I'm to the point now, like I don't give a shit about nothing anymore because I've lost mm -hmm. what I consider my world. So. There's nothing else for me to protect. There's nothing else yeah. for, I guess, quote unquote, for her to live for, with with mm -hmm. Jerome being gone. So that does make her a bit dangerous. But then at the same so. time, I don't think so. I I, oh, I I feel you. I'm saying that it, it. Hold on, did I say it right? I think I said could. I, I believe I said could could make her dangerous. No, you did say could, but I'm saying I I don't I I so. I'm I'm telling you now we're gonna disagree on this point, but I'm telling I think this shit goes horrible for Louis. I think it's gonna go horrible for her too because Louis Louis never in, in my opinion, she never strategized anything. She always mm -hmm. acted off of emotion and she mm -hmm. never looked at something, you know what I'm saying, with with, with different steps through you know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Everything is always spurred a moment. And it's never thought completely through. It's like the whole thing of with her blaming Franklin, saying that yo, this is all Franklin's fault. Fault. This goes back go back to what Franklin and um Franklin and Leon was talking about. Mm -hmm. They he was like, yeah, he's my uncle. I love him, but they never should have split from us. Louis right. not remembering. None of this fucking shit ever would the whole little beef in between y'all never would have happened if you wouldn't have went to Teddy behind his back. If y'all would have kept the business in the family, none uh -huh. of this shit would have happened in the first place. Uh -huh. So I think that that's how Louis thinks. I think Louis is so one tracked, one track minded to where uh -huh. she can't see where she made mistakes along the way. And all she can see, like Louis, see what she wants to see. She wants to see that Franklin is responsible for him dying is because he told Kane where she was going to be, and that's how mm -hmm. I got caught up. But she's not thinking about the whole buildup of like how this shit even got to this point in the first place had everything to do with her. And like we talked about the last episode, Jerome was like, "Yo, I'm getting a one way ticket to Kingston." Let's dip up out of here. You could have left with your husband right there. But no, Absolutely. you want to have a conversation with him the next morning talking about self-respect and you're willing to die for it. And your willingness to die for your self-respect got your husband killed. So, yeah, I think that it's going to go bad for Louis because Louis, she just does not, she don't prepare well. Okay, so this is what I mean when I say we're going to disagree. I don't think it's her preparing. I don't think it's her strategizing. It ain't got nothing to do with none of that shit. I think for Louis, throughout this whole throughout this whole thing, that is, since she's been introduced into the show, is that she's always tried to be the smartest one in the room. She always tried to be something that she's not. 
And her ego at a lot of times has always gotten the best of her. And I feel like because now that she's lost Jerome and she's always had this, well, not always, but she's been having this vendetta against Franklin and she tried to turn Jerome against Franklin and all this other shit. I think that when Franklin came up to her and said, what you want from me, auntie? And, you know, they had that conversation and he was like, yo, I need you, you know what I'm saying, more than you ever know right now. I need you to get me Teddy. I think what she's going to do and when Teddy talked to her or whatever, I think what she's going to try to do is she's going to try to get that revenge. Because I feel like ever since that happened, she's had she, she's still beefing with Frankie. Ain't none of that changed. I think that the situation with Jerome just made it worse. Because mm-hmm. I feel I, I really I really think that she really blames all this shit on Franklin for real. Because even when she brought up the sissy, the way that she said it with the vitriol that she had, like, yo, this is all Franklin's fault. She didn't she didn't, you know, she didn't have no no kind of pushback on that. She really meant that shit. And so I feel like what she's gonna do is She's going to try to set it up to where she's going to, I think she's going to try to make Franklin feel like she's on his side. But in the end, because, like I said, she, she always thinks she's one step ahead, even though she never is. I think that's going to backfire on her major. I think she's going to be the one that goes down next, and I think that she's going to be the one that goes down probably the worst out of everybody. We seen what happened when Kane got a hold of. She couldn't do shit about nothing. And now that she don't got Jerome to pretty much be there for, yeah, you know what I'm saying? She still got Buckley, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Buckley is a loose cannon, bro. And and once again, oh, yeah. like and, and Jerome even said something about it. I think Buckley is back on the shit. Well and he so, is. You don't remember whoa whoa whoa. Remember last episode when um uh, Jerome, he beeped him. And what was he doing? He was in a car hitting that pipe. And that's what I'm saying. So, with, you know what I'm saying, Buckley being as, um, uh, with Buckley being as unreliable as he is, and now that Jerome is out the picture, Remember, man, I, I I think that 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 conversation and that speech that she gave to Jerome, you talking about speaking volumes? That's spoke volumes. Yo, these motherfuckers don't even fuck with me unless you around. And now that Jerome ain't around, yo, she is a fucking fish out of water at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just keep it real. She a fish out of water because now she don't got no she don't got no muscle back in it. And I hate to put it that way, but I mean, shit, at the end of the day, that's really what it was. Like, yo, she don't got nothing back in it. And so she really out here on her own, for real. And, and yeah, we seen that she went to go talk to her sister and shit, but her sister ain't in the game, for real. With her being, you know, the, the as, as vulnerable as she is right now, I feel like she's going to try to set Franklin up. And that shit is going to 100. When I say backfire, I'm talking about she shooting the RPG the wrong way backfire. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's going to shoot herself in the fucking foot and possibly even to the point to where it's going to kill her. And, you know, 
I know that she thinks that because she's done so much for Teddy and blah, blah, blah. Yo, we already know. Teddy don't give a fuck about Louis. We heard how he talked to her. Yo, you sell drugs for me. I'm the you do you do you the like yeah, that, that shit is done for, bro. Like Louie is out of here. She gotta be. And if she ain't, I'm I'm sorry. I I'll be sorry, but she's gotta be out of here. Because she right now, she's a fucking she's a reckless, right? I mean I mean like she is she's going to fuck some shit up. And I and this time I think her time to cross Franklin, because I think that's what she's gonna do. Her crossing Franklin is definitely going to be their detriment. And then also, just to add on to that and we can move on, Jerome was likable. Nobody mm-hmm. never liked Louis. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to hurt anybody feeling. That's what I'm saying. So, um, so really, man, Franklin and the whole dynamic with Teddy, like, you know, he's trying to do whatever to get Teddy. Teddy's trying to do whatever to get him, which is interesting of the fact of like what well not what, but why is Teddy trying to see Franklin now? Is it to tell him he's going to give him the money back or is it an opportunity to kill him? That's that's one thing. But also mm-hmm. that scene when that you uh, brought up uh, briefly when he was like, yo, what you want, auntie? And he tell her what he want or whatnot. And she's like, yo, you the devil. And he had this this look on his face, uh-huh. which was really good acting by Dampson uh, right there. And he was like, yeah, I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, has, he has gone off the deep end to get his money back. Uh-huh. And What do you think? Okay, so what do you think Teddy's intentions are for seeing Franklin? Do you think it's to tell him give him the money back, or you think it's to try to Fuck, set man. him up to kill him? Man, let me tell you something. I don't. I don't think Teddy. Um, I don't think Teddy has it in him to concede. Um, I feel you. I feel like. This whole thing, and and it's been this whole thing all season. He's going to try and kill Franklin, and I feel like he he looks at it like, yo, if I get rid of Franklin, then I'm good. I don't have to worry about anything else. Because truthfully, that's really if you really think about everything that he's against, like that's really the main. Excuse me, that's really his main threat. Is Franklin, and. With Franklin out the picture, I mean, <laughs> who do he really got to worry about? Louis? Fuck out of here. Man. <laughs> worry, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, he really don't. He really don't have competition except for Franklin. Now, I do feel like if he does fuck Franklin over, honestly, Sissy is going. Sissy, Leon, and all them. That's something that he may have to worry about. But for the most part, like a 100% sure bet. Is that he has to he has to deal with Franklin, and if he doesn't deal with Franklin, he knows the consequences. He don't got the CIA backing him no more. Even though he working with a CIA agent, he's still not affiliated, so they could turn that shit over on him and get him out of here quick. Then 
you also got to look at the fact that, you know what I'm saying, he got this this fucking loose cannon for a girlfriend who can't nobody read her at this point. We don't know what the fuck this bitch is about. So we don't know what's possible on that end. And then now you got his, you know what I'm saying, his ex-wife talking about, hey, I will expose you if we are in danger. So, oh, I forgot to add the fact that Gustavo is on his ass too and he don't really know about it. Even though I feel like he know about it, but I don't really think he know about it. Yeah. Um, And so... I, I feel like his only his only situation right now that he's really worrying about is Franklin, and especially with the fact that Franklin went and found his dad and killed his dad, and then he threatened his family too. Like, bro, the 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 the, the anxiety on Teddy had to go up so much because he I'm sure he never expected this shit out of Franklin. There there oh. could be no way he expected this out of Franklin, bro. Speaking of that, speaking of that, right? So when he tells the girl, when Teddy tells his girl, like, yo, I would do anything to keep my son safe. She's like, really? And he was like, well, you don't believe me? It's like, fuck no, I don't believe you. Like, I know you haven't seen or talked to your son in fucking years. Like, you're not doing whatever it is necessary for your son to be safe. But he is. So, I don't know, man. Well, yeah, he. Think about what he had to do to even keep them safe to begin with, bro. He had to literally leave them behind. This is true. He literally got away from them because of the whole situation that's going on. And that's a huge sacrifice. Like, that's one thing I will give Teddy. Like, he really made a fucking sacrifice at the end of the day because we already know how he felt about his son and we already know how he felt about old girl. And, And remember, at one point, he was he was spying on him just to make sure everything was good, just to be able to see his son. So when he says that, even though old girls say like like really like yeah okay cool, but she don't know because she ain't really been there. And so I felt like like yo he really meant that shit, and 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 that could possibly be to his detriment for real for real. But like he he I, I feel like he one hundred percent meant that shit. I also don't think that he's uh, thrilled about her being pregnant too. Like even though. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that he moved on most. I think that Teddy is with old girl because she is giving him the time of day. Right. I think that he still got feelings for his wife. And I think that just adds another thing to the plate. Just seeing his ex-wife being pregnant. I agree. I think, I, I think that, that, I think that bothers him. But, um, this was a very, very interesting episode. I would I, I would disagree a little bit. I don't think that this to me is like in like a top five episode. No, nah, not at all. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it was good, but like some of the ones that we've seen in previous seasons and last yeah. week was was better. Um, this this is just really just giving us that. You know, what I'm saying that 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 piece to the puzzle. That's mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. That's really kind of closing this thing out, man. Like this is like all the edges of the puzzle is done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, th- but this yeah. episode was this was just filling in some of the corners, and um, yeah, I I, I think this this next episode, man. I think stuff is really start. I think stuff is starting to heat up, and I I think that's gonna be another body, if not one, at least two bodies. And then it gotta be somebody. It gotta be somebody. Um, 
And, and the reason I say it has to be two bodies is because of the fact that it's towards the end of the season, first off. And then second, it's, it's too much. It's too much going on. And it's too many people for it to be too much going on, right? Like, yeah, we lost Jerome. You know what I'm saying? We know that. But now you got to look at it on the fact of, you know, it's too many loose ends. Sissy's a loose end. You know, Louis is now a loose end. Um, Gustavo is a loose end. And, I mean, put all the tips on the table, shit. Teddy's girlfriend is a loose end. Because she knows exactly what this motherfucker's doing. And we don't really know what, like I said, we really don't know what the fuck she's about. Hell, for all we know, shit, she could be fucking KGB. That's a good theory. That is a really, really good theory. Man, because he said they work alone. Mm -hmm. He did say they work alone. And another thing, and I, it just popped up in my head when I was like, it could be a body or two, and you believe that it's going to be two. One thing that we did not discuss was the conversation between Scully and Louie. Yep. And she's like, how do you deal with this? And he was like, yo, like, yeah, there's times I want to burn this house down, but they won't let me. Mm-hmm. I feel like Scully's going to catch a stray, man. I don't know why, yeah. like, when you said that, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the times the innocents are the people who... I, I'm not saying he's completely innocent. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that he don't have anything to do with this little this little beef that's going on. I think that's the last we've seen this coming. Okay. Okay. Oh, I, really I, I think that's, that may be the last we've seen this coming. Yeah, at the funeral with that with that odd little thing where he just kind of he walked up, he looked at him, then he just walked off, and they was you know like, what? "Yo, what the fuck was that?" I I don't think that was odd, and the reason I don't think that was odd is because if you think about everything that they went through, and you think of everything that they had to deal with, remember, I keep bringing this up when they left Scully house and she she crumbled up that origami bird and dropped it. And remember, Jerome kept his. And I told you, Jerome is going to deal with a major, major breakdown this season. He's been begging for him to get taken out of this game one way or the other. And I feel like Jerome is finally free. I feel like if anybody understands that, it's Scully. And Scully knows what this shit can lead to because of the losses that he's had. And because of that, there was no need for Scully to really be there. He just came to really truly pay his respect. That's how I seen that. He came to pay his respect. He didn't need to be in the mix. He didn't have to be amongst everybody and do all that other shit because everybody at this point, I mean, I feel like niggas know who Scully is. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like he's a he's a, a, a nigga in the shadows. So niggas know who Scully is and what Scully is about. And I feel like him being there in that situation it, I, I think that would have added some type of, you know what I'm saying, extra drama. So I feel like when he came in and he paid his respects, like, yo, let me go, you know what I'm saying, let me, you know, nod my head and, and I'm out. Because I think that he, he truly, like, this is his way of getting out of this shit. Like, that's why I said, 
that's the last we seen of Scully, bro. Like, yeah, I know them niggas looked at it like, yo, what the fuck was that? But at the end of the day, like, think of the, think of the, the, the journey he's been on ever since, you know what I'm saying, the losses he's had. Even even when she drove, you know what I'm saying, to his spot and was like, yo, Scully, and she outside yelling and shit, and he opened the door. Remember, he ain't addressed her as Louie. What do he say? Come uh, in, Mr. Miss Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and, and he already knew what it was about. And so I feel like with him, you know, he he's on this. He was on. He's on that spiritual path to where he's like, yo, like this shit. This shit is way too much for anybody to bear. And like, yo, I can't keep going through this shit because if I keep going through this shit, ain't no ton of what's gonna happen. And I feel like because we know what Scully capable of and the and the and the resources he got behind him, if he get into some shit, it's really gonna be some shit. But I don't. I, I think that's the that's the last we've seen of them, man. I feel like after that conversation that they had and him coming up to the funeral and doing all that, I think that he's really gonna get away from all this shit. I'm I'm not mad at that. That's a good observation there. Yeah, man. Okay, so episode eight, man. I know we we seen the you know we seen the you know next uh, you know the, the next episode of so far, blah blah blah. We've seen that, you know what I'm saying, Franklin was tied up and all that other shit. And and it looked like the setup and all this other shit. Do you believe that <laughs> do you believe that this is a trap or you do you believe that he's in in you know what I'm saying, a real situation? I think I think it could be a trap. For the simple fact that just how he thinks, man. Yeah. He never, he never, he he always thinks three steps ahead, man. Always. And I just don't think that, I think that, I don't think Louie has an idea, but I think Teddy has an idea of like, yo, this dude is smarter than I thought he was. Mm -hmm. He's way more calculated than I anticipated him being. I don't yeah, think Louis. I don't think Louis realizes it because, like you said, I think Louis tries to be the smartest person in the room, but mm-hmm. she's not capable of being it. And I don't think right. she understands how smart Franklin is, or she never would have pulled away from him over ego in the first mm-hmm. place. So yeah, I, I I think Franklin definitely got something up his sleeve, man. For sure, and that's the, you know what, and, and and I gotta give you this, man. Um, talking about them, you know what I'm saying, when when you brought that up about, you know, when he said about them pulling away, like, that was a great point because, you know, a, a lot of this shit could have possibly been avoided. A lot of this shit probably could have um, not happened if, you know, she would have really just sat and played her part. And remember, that's what her and Sissy had talked about, too. Like, yo, you know, if we'd have stuck together, like, yo, ain't no telling what the fuck could have happened. And now we got to stick together more than anybody. And that's what Sissy was coming to her for. Like, yo, like, you know, I know you're going through it, but still, we need you. And, you know, as as much as I would, I would like to see her change her ways, I don't believe she's capable of that. I think that she's really going to try to do some shit that's, Gonna end up in the end getting it fucked up. I'm with you, bye bye. 
I'm with you, my guy. I really, I really feel the same way. I don't think Absolutely. Louie understand, and I'm not saying it's because she's a woman. I'm just saying she just lost somebody. She's moving mm -hmm. off of emotion, man. Absolutely, absolutely, and I think that's that's what's gonna get her fucked up, bro. I think that's where she fucks around and, and falls into the pit. Um, so, man, look, episode eight, I can't wait for it. I'm I'm super excited. Like I said, man, this season has been to me the best writing since about season one, season two, man. They really are putting a fucking foot in the ingredients, man, on this. Um. Big shout out to the writers of Snowfall. Um, shout out to the cast as well. Rest in peace, John Singleton. This is uh, one of those ones, man, where I, I think this is up there with, you know what I'm saying, like The Wire and shit like that, bro. Like, this is one of those shows that's going, you know, that's going to live throughout, you know, the, the internet, man. And, and it's really going to be a testament to, um, and I don't mean to get on this soapbox, but I got to. This is going to be a testament to what happens when you let black creators start giving you our stories. You know what I'm saying? When we finally get a chance to give our stories and put our own efforts into it and put our work into it, and they finally start, you know what I'm saying, allowing us to, to get into these rooms, or if you just say fuck it and start creating these stories yourself, I think this is a testament of what we can really put together if we really get those chances because the way John Singleton started this shit and the way that they are ending it, like, I've, I've never seen, and, and maybe I'm tripping and maybe I just don't know, but I've never seen a creation happen where the creator has moved on or passed on and then they finished it with the same essence they started it with. Because I mean, like this is, I, 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 we might have to rank the seasons too. Okay, I'm with you know that. What I'm saying because this is this is some this is some right here. This this season, hey man, I mean like twists and turns. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers dying like this. This shit is is oh my god! This is premium television. But um. Man, let's go ahead and, you know what I'm saying, close this thing out, man. Let's get into the coming soon. Here we go. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All right, man, what we got up next? So we got a movie, man, I've been trying to do for a minute on here, man. It is a Netflix film. I thought that it, it really fits what we're doing you know what I'm saying, when it comes to snowfall and shit like that, but I thought one of the premises was one of the things that they said that they think that this shit is, um, is oh man, it's like, is it genetics? So I thought that that was something that was really cool about this. But the movie we got is a Netflix original. It's called All Day and Night, um, which I think kind of really went under the radar, but I think it's going to, I don't know if you ever seen it, but I think it's going to be something very interesting to really break down, especially doing what we're doing as far as this whole snowfall shit. Yeah, man, let me tell you something. When you put this on the list, you know what I thought this was? What? Night and Day with Tom Cruise. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. That's what I thought this was. I had to look it up. When I seen what it was, I'm like, okay, this is not that Tom Cruise movie. But yeah, for sure, man, I, I think this is going to be... Um, 
this is gonna definitely be right in line with uh what we're talking about with snowfall and everything. Um I'm I'm excited to watch it first and foremost, and then you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm definitely gonna be excited to get on here and review it and talk about it and critique it and whatnot. Um, like we always do. It's gonna be fun, man. Um listen, if you guys enjoy this episode, if you guys didn't enjoy this episode, if you too think that Louie uh, is, you know what I'm saying, pretty much a loose end that needs to be tied. Hit us up. Let us know um, on our socials, on Twitter and Instagram, at ViewAnonPod. You can hit us up on Facebook at VAPodWatch Group. You can also hit us up on our Twitter community, um, Viewers Anonymous. Um, you can, you know, make sure you let us know you want to join into the group. Um, you can post, you know what I'm saying, whatever movies, uh, you know, tweets about uh, television and movies that you guys like. Let's have a conversation about it. Let's do it. Be always open uh, to talk about movies and television, of course. And uh, if you guys want to follow me, man, hit me up on Twitter at Scoop Bronson. I have a link here in my bio. You can find me everywhere else there. I also have an album coming out April 7th called The Hip Hop Clip. Um... I put another dance album out, man, hip-hop beat, and uh, stay tuned for uh, Isolated Society is coming back, man. Just, you know, get ready. Yes, sir. And y'all can find me at s.foster8 on Instagram and on Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That is just on um, IG. Follow the podcast on all major platforms. Um, last episode, 119. Um, the movie The Judge, you know what I'm saying, starring um, Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Duvall, man, which I told Scoots, I feel like one of the best underrated scripts of the last decade. So um, go check that out on all major platforms. For sure, for sure, man. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. You already know what I do. There could be no us. This is who we do it for. And until the next episode, man, like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>